Welcome to 15-Minute Friday on Life in the Front Office, our third 15-Minute Friday episode, and I am fortunate to be with a third uh, Ohio Bobcat, Brett Bauer, Senior Manager of Partnership Sales. Uh, it's funny, we've had a lot of Bobcats on, but no coincidence at all. So, Brett, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jake. I, uh, I feel honored. I'm in the top three, <laughs> three out of three right now. But uh, no, this is great what you're doing here and, and just happy to be a part and share any wisdom um, that I may have in my early career, which probably isn't much, but I'll try. Well, you know, the point of 15 Minute Friday on Life in the Front Office is, is to really capture the experiences of, of people like yourself who are quite a few years in, but uh, really on, on the up and up uh, with their career and, you know, want to talk about their perspectives uh, as, as someone that's young in the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've had some presidents and CEOs on, uh, you know, on, on our typical episodes that launch on Mondays, but, you know, they've been there, done that. And, and so you're trying to get to that stage. So give us a, a little scope as to, you know, how you got to where you are right now and, and maybe what that turning point was for you so far. Yeah. So Jake, you know, there's people out there that have no idea what they do, no idea what they want to do as they're getting into their career, right? I was not one of those people. I knew exactly what I wanted to do starting in high school, getting involved with DECA and the sports marketing program there. So um, went to the University of Wisconsin after that. And after my freshman year, really looking for internships in the sports marketing athletic field. I wanted to get it in sports marketing. I knew I wanted to do sports marketing. Um, it was one of those things that once I realized I couldn't play professionally in any of the sports, which I still <laughs> hopefully might get a shot here or there. But uh, once I knew that kind of happened, I wanted to get into the business side of it and really get, uh, get ingrained there. So got a internship through Adam Ahern, another OU Bobcat from the PMSA side, who is one of my first mentors and still mentors me today, which is an unbelievable guy. Um, so he took me under his wing at Wisconsin, did a three-year sports marketing internship there um, with Ryan Shulman, who was a class above me and another Bobcat. He led me into the Ohio University program and the grad school program. So jump straight from OU, excuse me, UW to OU. And uh, from there, was still looking at sports marketing, the actual marketing side. The goal was to be a VP of marketing and uh, really got in and fell in love with the sponsorship, partnership, sales side, the sales process, everything that goes into developing these relationships and partnerships and building value. Really got in, uh, got in touch there, found a knack for it. Apparently, I'm, I'm okay at it, uh, being where I am today. Um, and then really from there, Jim Kaler, the, one of the kings of the OU Bobcat program, uh, put me in touch with a former gentleman that he used to work with uh, back at the Cavaliers way back in the day. And we hit it off, and I was hired right at basically as grad school was ending and uh, had spent now three years with the Pittsburgh Penguins. You look back at the, you know, that interview process you were going through, um, you know, and you said you hit it off with the guy. What is maybe some advice for those who are trying to get into sports as they approach those interviews or trying to get that first internship like you did, uh, at, you know, with when you were at Wisconsin? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And it's it's really, you know, doing your homework, really understanding what they're looking for 
working on your resume, working on anticipated questions, you know, you really treat it like the sales process. And you look, you look at interview, you're selling yourself, you look at the sales process and you can make these comparisons, you know, down the line, but um, it, they're really the same. It's, it's research, it's preparing, it's understanding the person that will be sitting across from you um, and it'll be selling yourself and, and selling your ideas and selling what you can bring to the team and, and really just being genuine, right? And, and that doesn't mean, you know, going in there and trying to be some all-star hotshot, be humble, be real, be genuine, That's, and, and let your personality flow a little bit. And, and don't be afraid to take, take control of some of those conversations because as, as, as you're going through the interview process, and I'll, I'll see other people going through the interview process, there's a difference when someone sits across from you and, you know, you're drilling them on questions, drilling maybe is not the right word, but you're giving them, asking them questions. You're trying to understand who they are, kind of almost flip it on them. If you're the other person, you know, as the conversation lulls, ask them questions, you know, show a little bit of your personality, show a little bit of how you can drive a conversation, which is so important in, in partnerships in general and building relationships. So I think that's, that's a piece that looking back on it now, just don't be afraid to take control of the room, let your personality show, be genuine, be humble. And, and I think good things will happen. Well, that's, that's great advice. And going back to your earlier comment about you knew exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah. Why do you, why do you work in sports? What's, what's it in it? What's in it for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So looking back on it, you know, everyone who works in sports pretty much loves sports. Right. But I, uh, I really wanted to get into it because all my best memories, all my favorite memories from when I was a kid revolved around sports, but they were always sports with my family. My family is a huge hockey um, family with the last name Bauer, not quite spelled the same, but we were, we were pretty much destined, right? But it was my grandpa played, my dad played, my uncles played, my cousins played, my brother plays. Like, it, it just goes down the line. But we would go to Packers games. We would go to Minnesota Wild games. We'd go to Badgers games. We would be at the rink watching each other, watching family members, watching friends. So everything revolved around sports, and sports were synonymous with family at the time. And so having two of those pieces really being that uh, intertwined and important and, and from a value standpoint, it was one of those things where when I thought I wanted to get into the marketing side, it's I want to help create these moments for these other families, right? Creating this, this customer experience, this fan experience so little Johnny with mom and dad and, you know, sister Susie could have this incredible experience at the sporting event, the same ones that I had when I was growing up and creating these lifelong peak memories that we had. So that's really why I wanted to get into sports is really create and, and cultivate this next generation of moments for families. No, that's, that's funny because I, I used to go on uh, long baseball trips with my family. We'd go around yeah. pick a part of the country and we'd go to three, four different stadiums on a trip and, yeah. And it was it was the most incredible memories I've had as a kid. You know? Yeah. And I'm sure so. you you remember the the games, the the big hits, the plays. You're not necessarily remembering the long car rides or getting sick in the hotel or getting stuck in the hotel or something like that. Right. It's, it's all those peak memories that you really remember. Absolutely. I mean, you do have one of those memories every every once in a while of, you know, someone got sick or you know, some, some, one of the best restaurants you might've gone to something like that. But at the yep. end of the day, the sports games, you know, they stuck out. I agree. Um, with you. Out, outside of working for a first class organization, you know, from a culture standpoint, I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about your job? It's a really good question. And it's tough to really, to, to boil this down, but one of the things that always intrigued me the most, and this is starting back in OU and I was helping out and, and had my graduate assistantship at the IMG level, Ohio IMG, um, is learning 
about all these different industries from a partnership standpoint, right? So you're talking to a commercial construction company one day and the next day you might be talking about milkshakes and then the next day you're talking to an accounting firm and then you're talking to a auto parts aftermarket service and retail shop. So it's, it's not necessarily becoming experts on all these industries, but you're getting enough bites in all of these different areas and you just learn what makes each business tick. And they're all different. They're all unique. Everyone has something different they're trying to accomplish, especially when they're engaging with you in a partnership conversation in a partnership setting. So it's trying to figure out what makes that person tick, what makes that team tick, what makes, what makes that industry tick and that company tick and what value you can bring to them. I think that's one of the best pieces of it. And, and really from um, the last three years, really being with the Penguins, I've grown a really fond appreciation for the sales process and the challenges, the ebbs and flows um, and orchestrate. It's, it's, um, it, it's, it's challenging. It's simple when you lay it out on paper, but anybody who's been in a partnerships or sales role know it's not as easy as, uh, you know, picking up the phone, having a meeting, presenting and closing. Well, and, you know, from a partnerships perspective, you know, you get exposure to all these different aspects of, of business around the country. Um, does uh, being in Pittsburgh have any, you know, impact on, on the people that you're trying to learn from or learn about, you know, as opposed to other areas of the country? Uh, it's a good question. Um, the Penguins, and, and how I think I'll answer this, the Penguins are a national brand, an international brand when it comes from a hockey perspective. So we do get interest because we have, you know, one of the faces of the NHL, in on our team, maybe two of the faces, if you count uh, Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. So we, we do get some interest there from, from a national or international perspective, but we're still a small market. And at the end of the day, a lot of these marketing decisions are happening either in larger markets or they're happening from a nationwide, like a league deal, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that was one of the, I, I would say, the misconceptions I had coming into Pittsburgh and a professional sports team is, oh, you're a professional team. You know, you're one of the best in the NHL from an on-ice perspective. Everybody wants to do a deal with you. You you just go out there and they call you, which obviously does not happen in any sports uh, team that you ever work for, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So we're we're a smaller market. We're the 24th or 25th largest TV audience, TV market in the country, which is, is small when you think of all the other sports teams and cities that have other sports teams ahead of them. So there's not a lot of national dollars. So we really work from a local and regional perspective. And then the, if there is a national influence or a national importance in Pittsburgh, that's when we can capitalize on those national dollars. So um, it, it's, it's been great to learn from the executive that we have too. And they bring a lot of different experiences, um, you know, NASCAR, baseball, uh, tech. There's a lot of different places that we get to learn from that. But um, yeah, I think that's just one of the nuances coming into the Penguins that I, I really gained appreciation for over the years. Well, and, and in our first couple episodes on, on our 15 minute Fridays, we actually had, uh, Harrison McIntyre and Drew Femler, who yeah. are in the are in the digital and sponsorship space, but but you're the first sponsorship sales guy. So the question I have to ask you is, what was your first deal? Oh, that's a great question, and it was really the turning point in in my sports career, if you can believe it. So <laughs> it was at OU, and I'll, I'll never remember this, uh, or I'll never forget this. Excuse me. We were at OU, and 
the mantra is when you get into OU, when you, really you're getting anywhere, you, you kind of get your way in through the sales experience, right? Whether it's ticket sales or selling this or selling that. Everyone had sales experience. And being from a marketing, at that time, I wanted to go strictly into marketing, like a VP of marketing. So we're at OU. I joined the sponsorship, the sponsorship committee at OU my first year there. And um, not knowing what I'm doing at all, really. And I, uh, I prospect and approach DPDO which for the OU, uh, the OU family out there, it's, it's uh, a well-known staple in the diet there. And for those that don't know, it's a giant calzone place that has way too much cheese and bread and garlic. And it's, it's a gut bomb at like 2, 2.30 in the morning. Um, but uh, so I found out the owner of DPDO was an OU alum. I was able to engage him. I, we had one meeting. And I walked out of there with a $500 deal to the, to the program at the time. And I walked out and I, I just thought and I realized, you know, I, I, list, I found him. I listened to him. I developed a, an opportunity and an idea kind of on the spot, really. Like I said, didn't know what I was doing. And I walked out of there with a commitment for, for money, for, for revenue generation. And you get that seller's high. And uh, uh, that was my first deal. I'll, I'll never forget it. Every time I go back to OU, I have to have a DP though now just because it's, it's in the blood. It's, in, uh, it's part of my story. And I'm very eternally grateful for really altering my career path. Because after that, then I realized I, I want to continue exploring this, pursuing this, and ultimately got it you know, to partnership there. Well, and the follow-up question is: You got a five hundred dollar check, but did you at least get a free calzone? I did not. I was I was focused oh. on focused on revenue generation. Te- team before self. Team before self. There you go. I was just there happy with the with the check. It was great. Well, lesson lesson learned. Maybe next time you get a deal with a food place, at least grab something for yourself, right? Wise wise words. <laughs> wise words. Yes. All right. Well, we'll finish up, and and of course, you know. Our 15-minute Fridays are never actually 15 minutes, but it just sounds great. So we're going to rapid fire real quick. Okay. Um, best or worst interview experience? Uh, so the, uh, I, I have the best experience was with the Penguins, and it was coming into the final few months at OU, Jim Kaler, George Medias, who was another mentor of mine, um, but it, he said, Hey, come on, come to Pittsburgh. Let's do a meet and greet. It was very informal position to me as a very informal way. You obviously prepare like you're going to battle, but I was expecting more informal. This isn't the real interview. This isn't really what's going to happen. Um, so I get there very informal conversations. I, I, like I said, I tried to drive some of those conversations. There was a game that night. I met CEO. I met the COO. I met the SVP. So I'm meeting all these very executives. And at the end of it, George pulls me aside and goes, listen, I want to move forward with you. I want to make you an offer. So it goes from an informational kind of get to know you setting to, hey, I want to hire you now. And I remember just walking back to my car after that. I get into my car and I just did one of those like tiger fist pumps. Like, <laughs> like the dream was going to come true. It's going to make it, somehow it was going to happen. And I'd be working in the NHL, which was obviously my favorite league, favorite sport since growing up. So that, that was a, a moment unlike any other. That's awesome. Uh, before grad school, what would you tell your your twenty one year old self if you could go back to anything different? Yeah, so I, I talked to a lot of um, undergrad students and these students that are going into grad school, and one of the best things I think I can tell them is really invest in relationships because I like, take it the next step, take it the next step further, and I would. Tell- invest in those relationships meaning stay in touch with them uh, see what's going on in their life the follow-up 
keeping them updated. So yes, connect with as many people as you can, but really invest in those relationships. You know, treat it like a bank account, make those deposits. So one day you can hopefully make a withdrawal from that account and you get a recommendation or a job offer or an interview or something like that. Love the analogy. Uh, yeah. Last thing, what does Brett Bauer love to do outside of work and outside of working in sports? I don't understand the question. What do you mean that's <laughs> Uh, so the sales, the sales person, I mean, he's got to say prospecting, right? Like my favorite thing to do ever is prospect. But uh, um, hockey is really big in Pittsburgh, and so it's like hockey without the rollerblades. I fall in love with obviously being a hockey guy and uh, growing my network, growing friend groups out here, and it's the competitiveness in me never dies. So um, that's what I like to do a lot around Pittsburgh on my limited time off. Awesome. Well. We, we know you work hard and uh, appreciate your time. Thanks yeah. for joining Life in the Front Office on 15-Minute Friday and uh, looking forward to having you on again soon. Yeah, thanks, Jake. This was fun. Really appreciate thanks, it. Fred.